Hi, and welcome to Treat Yourself, Teacher, a show made by two sisters about how to go the distance with teaching. I'm Paige. I'm Carrie. And this is our friend Liz. Enjoy. Enjoy. So we need to give a full disclosure first off that today is a snow day and we have about at least five kids in the house. That's true. So there might be some extra <laughs> noises. And Carrie's one of her very best friends, Liz, is here. Do you want to introduce Liz, Care? Yes. Liz Anderson is here. She is also a teacher. She's a speech path, and she works in two different schools. Liz, tell us about your schools that you're at. Um, right now I work at two – there come the kids. <laughs> right now I work at two different schools, um, both private schools. Uh, one is a reading intervention school for kids who are behind in reading. They come to us. The idea would, is we get them caught up, and then we send them back to their public or private school. And then the other school that I work with is um, all of the students are on free and reduced lunch, and it's um, privately funded school. They both sound like really interesting, cool ideas. Yeah, they're cool, unique. Cool they're kind yeah. of like if if we had charter schools in mm. Nebraska, they they would be like a charter school. But right now, they work mostly. They're all privately funded, but they're they do a private public uh, partnership. So a lot of the times, um, although they're a private school, they're also doing they're funding some public school programs too. Well, that's cool. Anything so. thinking outside the box for education, I love it. Yeah. I'm always on board. And a big part of your life is that you incredibly have five kids. Yes. You are superwoman. I don't you know about me. that. It's you not do it all. It's not pretty. Oh my gosh. I have two kids under two who I do love. In the last episode, I felt like I didn't bring up my family enough. I have two kids under two, Grace and Ava, two little girls. And um, I have found mom being a mom to be a much bigger challenge than I expected. It's yes. a full-time job, so, to is. say the least. It is a full-time job. Yeah. When I heard we have another snow day tomorrow, I was, was texting the daycare lady to make sure she'll still take the girls. Yeah. <laughs> and can she take them? I haven't heard back yet. I'm still waiting. She's deciding. She yeah, she's to, deciding. She has to make up her mind. I know. We were talking, actually just talking about that today because we are talking about summers off and how they don't – sometimes they're great, but sometimes mm. when you're off with your kids, they're not as great. It's a totally different feeling. Yes. Yeah, which, yeah. <laughs> Definitely is. It's a long summer. Yeah. <laughs> so let's start with our segment about teacher, treat yourself. Because this show is about going the distance with teaching. And one thing I know, if you don't treat yourself, no one else will. Am I right? <laughs> that <laughs> is true. <laughs> so let's talk about something you're loving that's not school related. Um, actually, I'll start. I am loving our gym daycare. I brought the girls yesterday for a full hour. I went down to the locker room and just took some time to look through my calendar that's in my purse and just kind of make some notes to myself just to have some quiet time. And I was kind of even doing a little bit of uh, journaling in the locker room. And then I put my makeup on and then I worked out. I love that. <laughs> now that I have two kids, I feel like I never get to even put makeup on, you know? Well, before yeah. you discovered the gym daycare page, you told me that you were putting them both in the stroller, the yes. infant and the one-year-old, mm -hmm. and walking the indoor track with them in January. Yes. That's um, what winter in Nebraska is like, basically. Yes. That's, that's how desperate we are to get out of the house sometimes. Yeah, right? we are in the Midwest. We haven't mentioned <laughs> before, we're in Nebraska. It is so cold. I will be doing that again, for sure. 
How do you guys get through January with kids? It's just like, oh my gosh. I love, I love that you found a daycare for to go work out. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's a great idea. I don't have that. <laughs> Luckily, no, it's, I don't it's a built-in part of the gym. Doesn't your, I thought. Well, I guess I, I need to explore that. Haven't checked it out. I don't know. I don't, I, yeah. I don't know for sure. Yeah. So that's what I'm living right now, the gym daycare. I may or may not work out once I drop the kids off, but they don't ask any questions. So <laughs> what about you? Awesome. Now, do you pay for that gym daycare? Is that just part of your membership? It's part of the package. Oh. Yeah, it's part of the membership. So yeah. I can use it as much as I want. That's so you so can just nice. drop the kids off and, like, go shopping. I wondered. I thought about it. I don't feel like that. I feel like that's breaking some that kind of moral abusing, code. That might be abusing it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I wondered. <laughs> I don't know if they would care or not. I just feel like that's taking it too far. I'm going to stick to putting lip gloss on in the locker the room. Hiding out in the locker room. <laughs> Just great. sitting on a chair quietly. Just take a breather. <laughs> take a breath. That's so funny. What have you been loving lately? You know, I got to have the date night on Saturday night with my husband, and we went and saw Hidden Figures in the movie theater. Oh. It was wonderful. It's about so the women good. About the NASA? women that worked in 1961 in NASA. Um, the One of the women that was spotlighted um, was a human calculator, and her calculations were more exact and precise than the new IBM computer. Holy um, cow. But wow. no, it was amazing. It was such a great movie. And I think I want to make sure that my nine-year-old daughter goes and sees it at some point too because it's it's a great story for girls and women to hear about like math yeah. and science yeah and them, yeah you know thing for girls yeah. absolutely and Karen yeah. loves so it was, science it was so. a good date night Ooh, that sounds and then really we nice. hit up reverse happy hour afterwards and had a little sushi Ooh. and a cocktail where did so you go for that too, um at Panzu, right next to the movie theater oh yes at exarvin yeah so nice. that reverse happy hour if you can find that in your town that's yeah. pretty awesome what's now, reverse happy hour so like <laughs> this one if you go between 9 p.m and 11 p.m oh that's you get why the good i don't know reverse so happy hour because it's late yeah yeah i just know it more from my my crazy 20s that whole decade i wish i could forget <laughs> I'm such a wild woman. <laughs> so, Carrie, awesome. um, are you someone who packs your pop and your snacks to go to the movie theater? Oh, my gosh. No way. I Don't you think that was kind of us growing up? But I have decided I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm on board. I pack my own pop. I've even brought those little bottles of wine in my purse. <laughs> Things like that. Usually it's just I pop. I need to hang it's out with thrifty. you more. And <laughs> very, go to the thrifty. Usually it's pop. But like, then we'll buy popcorn. And whenever we're buying popcorn and no pop, I feel like the the... A uh, refreshment salesperson is probably thinking, I know you have oh, brought yeah. your drinks, yeah. but I don't like care. A, a water bottle in the purse. I'm okay with that. Watch yeah. out, though, because this weekend at our date night, yes. they walked a guy out that had a quick trip cup with him. No, they didn't. Yes. The oh, security walked him out, and he didn't come back in. My he husband wasn't and I both back. noticed he didn't come back in. Oh, my gosh. So watch out. Can watch, I just say? Watch which theater you're that sneaking brings stuff back into. a very bad memory of one of my first years teaching when I was dating Ryan and I brought in a couple of little, um, well, let me put it this way. It's, it's worth saying my rule for dating was always on the third date. I will either offer to pay or at least chip in halfsies. And since I was a Catholic school teacher, not making much money and it wasn't the 15th yet, I just went ahead and packed those little tiny whiskeys that you can get at the gas station. (laughs) I put them in my purse and I decided that I would order a pop. 
Oh, so we're down in the spike, old spike your pop. Yeah, we were down at the old market at Mr. Toad's, and the first thing I did was test out their piano, played a piano song, and then when the waitress came to take our order, since I knew I was going to be trying to chip in, I just ordered a pop, went to the bathroom, poured the whiskey in, and the waitress, my very waitress, came out of the bathroom stall. When she oh, knows, no. that's just my oh, no. And I just threw the threw the little bottle in my purse, and I go, "Oh, I'm sorry," and she goes, "Sorry for what?" And I said, um, oh, no big deal. I just brought my own whiskey and I was pouring it into my pop. True confession. I didn't think she would care. Did she? And did she, she cared care? so much. She stormed out of the bathroom. Oh my gosh. She pointed to the exit and said, leave now. And Ryan, who's Whoa. now my husband, <laughs> said, do I have to leave? And she said, you may, you may stay because you ordered your drink and you're paying for it. But she's in there pouring her alcohol in. <laughs> and she ordered me out. And thank goodness, well, though. so embarrassed. I was terribly embarrassed. But down the road, like, when Ryan and I were engaged, right around the time we were going to get married, he said that was the night when I played on the piano they have at the bar that he looked at me and thought, I'm going to hold on to her. Oh. And yeah. so just, just before I got kicked out. Just, just before. It was, like, oh, it was just. Oh, my goodness. That's oh, so funny. You know, and. I wonder if I, things would have happened in a different I order. Know. I wonder if. <laughs> that's true. Liz, what have you been loving lately? Um, well, a couple things. I, I want to comment on your date night because David and I went to. um A movie. Went to La La Land. Okay. Yeah. yeah that but, looks really good. So. Well, it's about sneaking food in or something. Yes. Kicked out with the pop. We were sitting there, and um, a guy came and sat next to us, like one seat over. And all of a sudden, during the movie, he just like takes his shoes off and oh, like no. is like rubbing that his foot like this. Okay. <laughs> So and I was laughing. And you said he was one seat over. I was laughing. He was all by himself, and I was laughing so hard. I was had like oh. tears and, and hopefully his feet didn't stink. I hope I mean, we weren't getting any. I don't think they stopped, but it was just the whole idea. Wow. Oh my so gosh! Funny. I have heard of the teacher who is, will remain nameless. I don't actually know her. I've only heard tales of her at another school who takes her shoes off. At the movie theaters? No, no like in a very own classroom. Oh. And she oh. has hairy toes. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Everyone has their own, like, That's so funny. expectations of what's acceptable and what's not acceptable. Yeah. Well, and hopefully we all have a good friend in the building that can tell us, like, hey, put your shoes back on your yeah. toes are hairy or something. <laughs> like, like I, doesn't that teacher have a friend that can help her out? Yeah. I'll sometimes take my shoes off, but I don't want anyone to know it. I sneak it, like, under the yeah. desk or something just always, for a minute. I always think that when you earn – the classrooms that earn the no-shoes day with, like, the oh. marbles, like, the incentive. They don't, that's I'm a like, good that idea. Is, no, that's the worst Oh, not idea. a good idea. <laughs> no, it's worst like idea. Funny, it's a funny incentive, but I've never experienced But um, Have you the classroom that? stinks. Ooh, oh, my yes. gosh. Yeah. I tell Lots you what. Third grade boys, they stink. <laughs> oh, their feet just stink. <laughs> I have had students whose feet smell so bad. And remember, I'm an ESL resource teacher. Yeah. I've had to go to their classroom teacher because I don't have the guts to say it and say, can you please talk to this student about taking a bath? Oh, I, have, I haven't had the guts yet, but next time I'm going to try to say it myself. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. That's a tough, tough topic. So our teaching big idea today that we're going to discuss is – What's advice you would give to yourself, either like your younger self or even advice that you might need to give yourself now? Mm. Um, two main things are coming to mind for me. 
Um, first off, I always try to remind myself that my number one priority as far as like what to do during my plan time is to make lesson plans and also at home. Like my number one priority as far as there's such so much stuff on my to-do list and I always tell myself first things first lesson plans you know and so that's advice I've given myself and I kind of remind myself because there just gets to be so many extra things Mm -hmm. and then the other piece of advice I have tried to tell myself is that I won't check my email before lunch (laughs) because depending on the school I'm at the emails can cause different issues some at my, I've been at another school where I've gotten emails from parents that were kind of upsetting, and I really needed time to sit down and think of my response. Yeah, because you um, don't want to send a quick response. To those. No, think certainly about it not overnight. Yeah. even. And there's really no reason to be teaching in the morning in the back of my mind feeling upset about it. Yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So, or even just sometimes with my job now, I'm more so will get emails like, "Can you help me with this?" or "I have a question about something. Could you stop by?" And so I just have found that if I wait till lunch to check it, then at least my whole morning I was focused on like my clientele, focused on my students and my teaching, and it just goes smoother for me. It's a good idea. Yeah, and you know, I know nice. um, in one of the school districts I was at, there were teachers. Just as just a heads up, there were teachers checking their emails when they should have been teaching, mm-hmm. and they could see when you open up your emails oh in the school district that. Yeah. I was at yeah Ooh, and so, so then they over. were yeah so then they mm-hmm. were like administrators were saying yeah. why are you checking your email yeah. during this time so that is just better wait just to wait to lunch yeah. to check your and I wish I wish I could turn it around right back to those administrators and say because sometimes I almost feel like there's been a mixed message given about emails mm-hmm. like certain buildings it's like you really should stay up on your emails. That's kind of an expectation, but truly, is that what you want your teachers focusing on? You know? And so I wonder if sometimes there's a mixed message and as teachers, we just have to remind ourselves, my job is not email checking. I've even told myself that I sometimes can't believe how many emails I get. Oh yes. Yeah. I used to get a lot too. Our Nepali interpreter once told me, gosh, I can't remember exactly, but he said that like by lunchtime he had like, 80 emails. Whoa. That is I can't even insane. imagine. Carrie, what's yeah. some advice you would give your younger self? You know, that's a great question. I feel like a big part of my teaching now, it has to do more with being a mom and seeing kids more as really kids. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Whereas when I was 22 or 23, I didn't have kids. I think I kind of viewed my students almost just as many people. And almost maybe even many adults sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I think now that I have my own kids, it's a lot easier to see them as just children, uh, you know, knowing more what is what they're capable of, but also seeing the whole child. When you see like your child, like what do you want? What would you want the teacher teaching your child to teach them or to be act towards them? I agree with that totally. Yeah. So I think it's just. Once, you know, now that I am a mom, I can appreciate the kids for, you know, even if they're not real strong students, they have other gifts and trying to find those gifts. So, that's yeah, I think that's, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. Sure. What about you, Liz? Um, if I were talking to my younger self, I would tell my younger self, you know nothing. Yes. <laughs> you don't Amen know anything. 
and you yeah. won't know anything for at least 10 years. So <laughs> you might think, you, just right when you think you yeah, know I something, that. yeah. that's when you should step back and be like, I don't, maybe I should double yes. check and make sure. Yeah. Cause I yeah. felt like I was very confident when yes. I was younger. Uh-huh. And now looking back at some of the things that I said, I'm like, oh, I was not yeah. was wrong. Like I should not have said that. Why <laughs> yes. was I so confident? Um, until like now, I'm, now this is like my 13th year and I'm feeling more like, okay, now I kind of know what I'm doing, yeah, but I'm right. humble We're, enough because yes. things have happened to know yes. I yes. still have a lot to learn. Um, yeah. I know. I still yeah. tell myself like, just remember you still don't quite have it all figured out, you yeah. know, and we never, right. we, we never always, really will. Right. We yeah. don't always have the answer. Just when I That's start true. feeling like I've really gotten things in order. I'm reminded. And I really appreciate younger teachers and newer teachers who don't pretend like they have it all figured out yet. Mm -hmm. But they're enthusiastic. Their passion and their enthusiasm is number one. But there really are some um, first-year teachers who I just – some of them really want new ideas, and I so appreciate that. Or they want Mm -hmm. advice, or they'll even come to me for advice. And I'm like, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And sometimes even, um, the best thing to do, I would say with difficult, uh, staff member, Mm -hmm. like people that are supposed to be your Mm -hmm. colleagues and they're difficult is to go and ask them their opinion about something or ask them what they think and act like you don't know and just be like, Oh great. I'll try that. I'll try that. So then the next time when you go, then you kind of get it, you build like a relationship. And because I have to go into everyone's classroom. So I'm always having to. That's a big part of your job. Working with the adults. Yeah, working with the adults. And then I have to give... harder than the kids, right? And then I have to give tips because, right, Mm -hmm. you're you're supposed to give advice or tips, but you don't want to step on anybody's toes because Mm -hmm. everybody is self-conscious about what they're doing yeah. in the classroom anyway but so you I yeah. feel like that's a good way to build asking rapport. them that's questions awesome. and forming yeah like and, and kind of saying oh well you know so much about that you know yeah, you're you're awesome. so knowledgeable about that what would yeah. you say you have to do and it's, I love that. it's incredible incredible to me how each teacher really truly has their own strengths and sometimes I think we may think, oh, they're not that teacher over there. I don't feel like they're very dedicated or, you know, like Mm -hmm. sometimes as teachers, we're possibly looking at other teachers questioning them, but more and more, I really want us to be building each other up and each teacher can be reaching different students. My favorite Mm -hmm. high school teacher, I recently told another teacher from my high school that she was my favorite and how much she impacted me. And this other teacher was like surprised, like, really? I didn't, you know, they didn't realize that she was impacting students the way she was. And because they really may cool. not have had that rapport with her. Or yeah. Whatever, and they thought yeah. she was an awful They had their own view of her. Yeah. 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 And yeah. you never know how each teacher is reaching different You're students. right. Some teachers are really great at connecting with those mm-hmm. kids with behavior issues, and mm-hmm. other teachers might be connecting more with those kids with learning needs and. Yeah, I think you're right. We all have different gifts, and we can reach different kids. Yeah. So what are you doing in your classroom that you're excited about now? Carrie, did you kick off your full school book of We're wonder? We're getting there. We're almost there. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be big. We're putting it all together. There's going to be an assembly in a couple weeks to kick it off. Um, so we'll be reading Wonder as a school. I'm really excited about it. Um, so that'll be coming up. Um, But yeah, that's just kind of in the works. Um, One series that I just hooked into recently, it's been around for a couple years, 
But um, my own kids have been really into it, and I've read it to a couple classes in the library, and they love it. It's called Who Would Win, Mm -hmm. and it's by Jerry Pelota. It's a series that... Um, boys love, but girls love too. And it's, it has two animals in the animal kingdom Hmm. and it's a nonfiction series. And the author compares strengths of the two animals. And then it says if they fought each other in the wild, my my kids, my boys would would love that. I know it sounds, (laughs) it kind of sounds terrible, but the kids love it. Even my daughter loves it. Um, so fourth grade boys, perfect for them. But even, even like JJ, my three year old, he even loved, the he would talk kids. about that all the time. It's all about which who would win in a fight. But it's funny because it is a nonfiction text, and it's a whole series. I think there's twelve series in the text. Oh, so okay. Now I know. It's, we'll have to get those. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's a fun series. Oh, funny. Yeah. What about what about uh, yeah. you, Liz? What well, are you up to I'm, these days? One of my schools, the reading or reading intervention schools, are finding that their math curriculum maybe isn't the strongest they do a lot of data so they're trying to figure out how to make that a little bit stronger so um one of the areas that they are having a hard time with is um math concepts basic concepts like same different first last beginning end and so I'm gonna help some of the teachers come up with like um a little bit of a like mini lesson on some of those concepts so that the kids can um, better understand those, I guess, yeah. and we'll see if that and kind is of that supposed to reach um, the younger kids. Yeah, just, just the younger just, kids. But okay. All the kids really at that school have language disabilities. Mm-hmm. I mean, they also have dyslexia, and then they, you know, dyslexia is a language-based uh, reading dis- disability. So, mm-hmm. oh, really? They all have language. I did not know that. Yes. Can you tell me like a smidge more about that? <laughs> uh, don't put me on the spot. Um, well, I'm. I, I don't know. Like dyslexia, is, it's based in language and sequencing and being able uh, to. I imagine word it was like and, a visual. No, that's um, kind of a common misconception about dyslexia that it's like you read words backwards. Because mm-hmm. I've had students, yeah. like it really, there are students out there who they've told me the letters are moving. The letters are on top of each other. Yeah, and I think and it's, it's that they so, don't really have a very strong visual. Uh, in, like perceptual image of like what letter shapes yeah. are and how they make up a word and, and those kind of mm. things too that also impacts some kids but because sometimes mm-hmm. with the cover overlay color overlays mm-hmm. my partner um my teaching partner Tracy like she has a special thing called see it right and it's this really cool kit and it has like 20 different shades of color overlays basically like overhead colors you can mm-hmm. put over um the page and kids will say now I can see the words clear and things like this. And I've had oh, kids, cool. mm-hmm. one kid who had, he needed this specific shade of green. And when he would read to me using his color overlay, it was incredible how, how um, his accuracy like improved. Oh, well, that's wow. awesome. I'm, I'm, yeah. that, there are kids that have issues with that. That's, that's kind of like have, a visual. That like more it's, sensory related, it's more like a it? visual perceptual piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but that mm-hmm. that is part of the dyslexia also. So I wish not, like, a super teachers, expert on dyslexia. I wish we were we taught more about it. In. I know. You know and even mm-hmm. like so Carrie and I, we have two sisters who are doctors mm-hmm. and they told me they've never heard of color overlays. Mm-hmm. I had a student mm-hmm. bring in a letter from a doctor that said he does not need to use the color overlay. There's nothing wrong with his eyes. And then yeah, sh- that seems to me more like visual yeah. to use uh-huh. that than it cognitive. I showed his mm-hmm. mom. I had him read once with it and once without it. 
Um, what to do? I'll have to uh, check out some of those color overlays because I've never seen that. I would think that would mm-hmm. be more of a vision, a vision thing. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's a perceptual thing too, like a cognitive. Yeah. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. a, I have but always not, wanted to learn more yeah. about all that kind of stuff. So yeah. that's what I always. My specialized. colleague and I always. That's an occupational therapist. We always talk about how, mm-hmm. um, you know in education when you're going through school you guys don't get a whole lot on disabilities and we development really don't. Yeah. and how that's One kind of class, like maybe. and development mm-hmm. and where mm-hmm. kids should be developmentally and yeah. and how like kindergartners are expected to do way too much for oh my what gosh their Seriously. ability level should be yeah. and how that's not really good for pushing kids to yeah. learn to read before developmentally they're supposed to read those yeah. kind of things mm-hmm. but um yeah, I feel like that's an area. I mean, that's probably a whole other That could be a podcast, whole new episode. Right? We're going <laughs> to yes. put, that, put in our, that in our next yeah. in our notes of that. ideas for the future. Um, one thing I've been loving in my classroom every year, and it's more so for either the beginning of the year or when you teach your students about genres or even if you're teaching them to write a biography. It's called a bio bag. And Carrie actually taught me this. You give everyone a small brown paper sack like the lunch paper bags and you tell them to put take it home and put like three to five items to tell about themselves and they also decorate it and it'll say like you know like Clinton's bio bag and then they'll come in and they'll take out each item and tell about themselves normally I'll of course always do mine first to show them and I'll sometimes have like a wrapper for a Snickers because I love chocolate, mm-hmm. maybe like two photos of my families and of my family members and um, some kind of like little thing about music if I can find something. Um, and so we call it a bio bag and then it reminds them that bio means life. That's an affix, affix that means life, like uh, biography, biology, biology mm-hmm. all of that. Yep. And then it helps them remind helps remind them what a biography is. And it's a great get-to-know-you activity. And as an ESL teacher, I'm always trying to find ways to get them to do more speaking. So it's just like an easy easy way to do that. So the other night we were watching Jimmy Fallon. I love that oh, yeah. idea. So we were watching Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Carrie the loves I love Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. And he was doing He's like so this fun. mannequin uh, challenge, challenge where they would yeah. pick – it was kind of like Pictionary, but they mm. would – one team would be a mannequin and you would have to move them. So it was like Mm -hmm. driving a car. So he would have Mm -hmm. to move two people to drive a car. And Mm -hmm. my husband teaches American history. And Mm -hmm. I said, that would be a really fun game for the kids to play, like to review things. So you would pick like, you know, I don't, I know nothing about history, (laughs) civil war, whatever, some special thing that happened in the right. Civil War. Some treaty or uh-huh. act or whatever. I don't know, whatever. Mm. And then they would have, yeah, Gettysburg Address. <laughs> and, they would have to, and they'd have to move their friends, you know, their, stu- their yeah. students, and then the people would have to guess what it is. Ooh. And then that would be so Ooh, fun, be right? Fun. So like things yeah. like that, like I love that bio bag. Yeah. You know, like feeling and touching and yeah. doing yeah. And Just learning. anything different than reading out of the book and yeah. writing a paragraph yeah. or something. Well, and along those same lines with the bio bag, when you were talking about biography, I thought you could even take a twist on that when you're studying famous people in mm-hmm. history or anything, oh. ha- give them each a famous person. Mm-hmm. You know, this month is um, what Black History Month or whatever, whoever you're studying, mm-hmm. make them do a bio bag for that famous person instead of just oh, for themselves. Because yeah. I've always wow. done it. it the one. students mm-hmm. do one for themselves. But, and yeah. then they could get up and present it, which yeah. would help with their speaking yeah. skills. Yeah, present, there's yeah. the speech part of it yeah. that right there. Yeah, yeah that would <laughs> okay. be cool. Ooh, fun idea. Yeah. 
Okay. Anyone have anything they want to add? We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Teacher Treat Yourself. Please send us an email or find us at teachertreatyourself.com. I just bought the domain name and I really feel like a boss. I can't believe I bought a domain name. It feels like a big look. It's It's a big deal. And you know what? I'm sure we'll have a Facebook page or an Instagram thing. This is all just in the works. So stay tuned. And remember to give yourself good advice and positive self-talk. That's right. You're a good teacher. Treat yourself.